Good morning and welcome to the Daily Buzz. I'm Kim Bohorquez. Utah House Republicans on the Health and Human Services Committee voted in support of HB 11, a bill to establish a commission that would decide which transgender students could compete in school sports. The panel, who would be appointed by Utah's governor, Senate president, and House speaker, would evaluate transgender athletes on their height, weight, and other physical characteristics, determining their ability to participate in athletics. Three House Democrats on the committee opposed HB 11. Their proposal now heads to the full House chamber for consideration. Next, Managing Editor Grant Birmingham talks with health reporter Aaron Alberti about COVID long haulers. With us now is Erin Alberti. She's a health reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune, and she's here to talk about long COVID, which is those cases when people get COVID and the symptoms just don't seem to go away. Erin, thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much. Erin, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about long COVID? What is it and how many people seem to be getting it? So long COVID is when symptoms persist more than about three months after a person has been infected with COVID-19. And the symptoms may not be exactly the same as the symptoms that they experienced when they were first infected. Um, a lot of people complain of pretty severe fatigue, um, both kind of general fatigue and like muscle fatigue, brain fog, like they're easily confused, have trouble remembering things and other problems, coughing, um, loss of smell and taste that persists for a long time. And these are people who a lot of them didn't have really serious cases of COVID when they were first infected. Um, a lot of them weren't hospitalized. And unlike the general rule for serious initial infection, where that generally has affected people more if they are older or have underlying health problems, these long COVID cases have affected people who are generally healthy. Some estimates for, for long COVID have been anywhere from 5% to 30% of everybody that's infected. The doctors at um, Intermountain who we spoke with today uh, said that they were seeing it in 40 to 50% of acute cases, that is um, symptomatic cases were persisting after like two weeks at least. So it is pretty common. So that's a huge number of people who are getting long COVID or having some symptoms after being infected. Where are they typically going for help? Well, Utah now has two options. The University of Utah has had a COVID clinic um, that's been going on since last year where people can um, get in touch with um, specialists in a number of different fields. And just now, uh, Intermountain is also introducing um, a, a sort of COVID cooperative plan for patients that have long COVID that they can um, speak to doctors and be kind of expedited to the various specialists that may be needed to go over their symptoms. What are the doctors saying about the outlook for these people? Are they getting better from long COVID? Yeah, you know, in the past couple of weeks, we've spoken to doctors at the U and at Intermountain, and they are seeing people get better. Some of them have had symptoms last for as long as a year. But doctors at Intermountain who have been meeting with these patients have said that they have noticed that sleep has actually been a significant factor in how people recover, that when they finally do recover, if it's been really persistent, a lot of the time it's been because they have 
had a chance to get their sleep back in order. Disrupted sleep has been a pretty common problem. Are there any factors that doctors are seeing which seem to make people predisposed to long COVID? Actually, yeah. Um, the Intermountain doctors that we spoke with this week said that now when people are coming in with new, newly developed long COVID, these are generally unvaccinated people. All right, Aaron, thank you so much for talking to us. Zion National Park had record visitations last year, but communities surrounding the park are starting to feel the strain from the millions of tourists traveling through the region. Alistair Lee Bitsoy explains why. Unofficial numbers from the National Park Service show over 5 million visitors came to Zion in 2021. The National Park Service said the visitor count is still unofficial. While tourism is an important part of the economy in nearby Kanab and Springdale, those communities are also feeling the strain of the millions of visitors, especially when it comes to housing. Politicians in both towns say the influx of visitors is unsustainable. Zion's visitation has jumped dramatically in recent years, going from 4 million pre-pandemic to its current 5 million, breaking previous records. This is Alistair Libetsoy, Southern Utah reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune. A 14-year-old boy died on Sunday in a collision at Alta Ski Resort. Rescuers were dispatched to the Sugarloaf area of the mountain around 10 a.m. on Sunday, and the boy was flown to Primary Children's Hospital. On Monday, dozens of immigrants skipped work and school and instead headed to the Utah Capitol to commemorate the National Day Without Immigrants and urge the U.S. Congress to act on immigration reform. The protest was held on Valentine's Day, one of the busiest holidays of the year for businesses, in an effort to illuminate the role of immigrants in Utah's workforce. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have some feedback about the podcast, shoot us an email at thedailybuzz at sltrib.com. I'd also like to thank the Tribune Sage Miller for editing the Daily Buzz and local band, the Pelicans, for music. Thanks for listening. <laughs>